Thank you, Dan and Ensemble and Instrumentalists for beautiful worship today. We're in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 19, telling what great things God has done for you. The title and idea for this sermon come from the late E.K. Bailey, pastor of the Concord Missionary Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. If I were professor of a seminary class, I would describe the sermon today this way. We have a conflation of various Lucan pericopes with disregard to hermeneutical principles to make homiletical impact. If I were talking to my friends, I would say, I've woven the Bible stories together in a way that ain't so to make my sermon sound better. You take whichever explanation you want. None of us can forget that little rhyme that has forever embedded Zacchaeus in our minds. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. But as the Savior passed his way, he looked up in the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down. For I'm going to your house today. For I'm going to your house today. What was it that drove Zacchaeus up the tree? Now, in that culture, it would be uncouth for a well-dressed, high-profile, wealthy, Scripture says, chief tax gatherer to climb up a tree in broad daylight for all to see. What on earth would make Zacchaeus throw embarrassment and shame and ridicule to the wind to do something so uncharacteristic as climbing up a tree? Well, Scripture doesn't tell us why. We're left to conjecture. So join me this morning. Let's go on a journey. We'll have to travel the back roads of the Roman Empire. In fact, we'll have to go all the way back to Palestine. In fact, we'll even go over some very rough terrain as we'll finally arrive at the city of Jericho, the home of Zacchaeus, the tax gatherer. Now get up early in the morning. We're going with Zacchaeus. We're going to travel to observe the tax gatherer as he encounters and endeavors the people on the tax rolls today. I imagine something like this. He wakes up, he pulls out his iPhone, and he sees who owes him taxes for that day. And so he heads out on his journey. He comes to his first stop. He knows it's an unkempt little shanty. The paint is flecking off. The fascia is falling. It's in need of repairs. But those things don't matter to Zacchaeus. The only thing that matters to Zacchaeus is the word unpaid written across the tax record. So he bangs on the door with a sense of authority and with the eerie creak of an Alfred Hitchcock movie, the door swings open. On the other side is a frail little blind man. Who's there? The blind man shouts. Zacchaeus, and I've come to collect taxes that you owe Rome. And a trembling voice 
the blind man began to explain his inability to pay his taxes. I, I have no family. I don't receive a pension. There's no society to aid the blind. I, I want to pay it, Mr. Zacchaeus. I, I really do, but I, I'm just not able. If you would just give me 30 days. I don't know how, but if you'll give me 30 days and come back somehow, I'll get the money together and I will pay all my taxes. Just 30 days, Zacchaeus, please. Now Zacchaeus is caught. He's caught between money and mercy. Money and mercy. It's not usually my style, he said in a gruffy fashion, but you have 30 days. When I get back here in 30 days, blind man, if you don't show me the money, you'll be both blind and homeless. Do you hear me? As Zacchaeus turned and walked away, he thought to himself, I hope I have better luck at the next stop. Well, it wasn't long till he came to the second house and he knocked on the door. The woman opened the door. Zacchaeus could tell immediately that there was a problem she was yellow as if there was absolutely no blood in her, in her veins. Her hair was matted. Her face was wet with tears. Her speech was even slurred. And she said, Zacchaeus, I know who you are. And I know why you're here. But I don't have any way. Not today. I don't have any way to pay my taxes. You see, for 12 years, I've had a blood disorder. And at that time, my insurance has been canceled. My husband has divorced me and I have spent all my inheritance and I'm not getting any better. Zacchaeus, could you give me just 30 days? Could you give me 30 days and come back and I'll pay my taxes? Now, Zacchaeus is caught. This time, he's caught between greed or grace. Greed or grace, he has to decide. Well, for some reason, I feel benevolent today, Zacchaeus said. I've already given your neighbor some extra time. I'll be back in 30 days. But when I get back here, you make no mistake. I intend on collecting the taxes. He walked away and thought, well, just maybe... Maybe I'll have better luck at the third house. Well, the third house was around the bend of the road, and as he was approaching, he noticed that the woman of the house was out on the front porch, and she was just staring in a listless fashion over the, the cliff, over the hillside, and he tried to call. She would know his, he was approaching and know his presence, but she didn't even seem to bother. And all of a sudden, there was a shriek behind him, and Zacchaeus turned, and there on the cliffside was something of a mix between a man and an animal. It was naked. It was running amongst the gravestones. It was slashing itself, and it was just a wild appearance. And Zacchaeus got unnerved, and the woman began to speak, and she said, that used to be my husband." He was a good man when I married him. I, I'm praying that one day he'll come back. I ought to go on with my life, but I love him. He's the father of my children. 
I, I don't know if it will ever happen because no one, no one can tame him. No one can bind him. He calls himself legion now for he is filled with so many demons. Now, for all the forthrightness that Zacchaeus has learned, being in the business of tax collecting, you had to be tough. And being the chief tax collector at that, well, he was the one that was always able to make folks show him the money. But even Zacchaeus didn't want to dialogue with shouting demons that day. He began to backpedal away and said, you know, I'm going to be back in your area in 30 days. I'll just see you then. He wanted nothing to do with the demons. He hurried away. His heart was still palpitating. He looked at his iPhone and he had one more house to visit. When he arrived, there was a, a spray on the door. It was an indication that there was a funeral there at the home. Hey, Zacchaeus thought to himself, that doesn't matter. Now he was caught, he was caught between cash and compassion, between cash and compassion. But he said, there's only two things inev inevitable in life and that's death and taxes. They've had the death, now I'm the taxes. He knocks on the door anyway. A woman answers the door. I know who you are. And I know why you've come Zacchaeus. But my son just died yesterday. And I'm on my way to the funeral right now. And I had collected all of my tax money. I was ready this time, Zacchaeus. But I had to give all my money to pay for the funeral expenses. I can't pay you today. Well, I've already given some of your neighbors 30 days. I'll be back, he said, and walked away. Well, at least on the side of the tax gatherer, the 30 days passed very, very quickly. And, well, Zacchaeus left again at the crack of dawn as he did every day, and he opened his iPhone and realized that this was the day that he was to return to all those houses that had made for his most unproductive day in all of his decades of collecting taxes. He squared his shoulders. He made up his mind. There'll be no sob stories today. They will show me the money or they will go to prison. I'll take their houses. I've given them their time. I've been more than gracious, and today is a day I get my money. Well, he, as he arrives at the first house, he has to check his address again. It looks different. The grass has been manicured. The fascia and the soffit have been reattached and everything's painted. The home's undergone some renovation. He knocked on the door and a man with piercing eyes and authority in his voice answered, and Zacchaeus said, I'm sorry to bother you, sir. I'm looking for the man of the house. I am the man of the house, the man retorted. No, 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 I was here 30 days ago, and the man of this house is a blind man. You get that blind man, he owes me some taxes. I am that man. You see, Zacchaeus, I once was blind, but now I see. Zacchaeus, do you have some time? I want to tell you my story. One day they told me that Jesus was coming to town. 
I ran up there to meet him. It was my only chance to ever cry out to Jesus. And when Jesus was passing by, I heard all the commotion. And I began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Everyone said, don't bother him to be quiet. I was embarrassing the mayor, the town council. I didn't care about being a nuisance. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. They tried to throw me to the ground. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then I heard his voice. Well, what do you want me to do for you? I want to see, I said. And he said that my faith in asking had made me well. Zacchaeus, I, I need some more time. Would you just sit down and let me tell you the whole story? Let me tell you all about it. Sit down. This is the way that it went. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, Zacchaeus, but now I see. Zacchaeus walked away. Now that's someday. A man who was blind, but now he can see. I hope to meet Jesus one day. Maybe Jesus can do something for me. He comes to the second house and he knocks on the door. Beautiful woman comes to the door. Radiant smile, rosy cheeks, brand new colorful dress. Her hair is all fixed, as Zacchaeus said. I want to see the woman of the house. I am the woman of the house, the lady replies. Now, wait a minute. Do you know your blind neighbor down the street? Yes, I know him, Zacchaeus, but he's not blind anymore. Yeah, I know. He just paid his taxes. Well, yes, she said. He sold a seeing-eyed dog and got a job. Of course he paid his taxes. Zacchaeus, when I told you to come back in 30 days, it was just a ploy. I thought I'd be dead by then. I was hoping to be dead by then. I was praying to die. I thought that only death could deliver me from this unbearable existence. But a friend told me that Jesus was coming to town. I began to elbow my way through the crowd, and I could never get close enough to get his attention. I could never see his face. I, I, all I could do was reach out with all that I had, and I was able to touch, just brush the hem of his garment, and immediately I felt it. Uh, the issue of blood was dried up immediately, and not just physically. I felt that my soul was healed as well. And as I was experiencing this healing, Jesus turned and he said, Who touched me? The disciple said, There's this big crowd. Everybody's elbowing in, and you ask who touched me. Everybody's touched you. And Jesus said, No, I felt the power go out from me. Somebody touched me. Who touched me? And knowing that everybody had seen, I knew I couldn't hide. And I walked up to Jesus, and I knelt. And he said, daughter, he called me daughter. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go 
in peace. It's like he has thought to himself, I, I don't know how much of this I can take. A blind man who can see, a dying woman who is now full of life. She said, I, I know it's hard to believe, but I, I need to tell you about it. I had some bad days for those 12 years, and I've had some good days, and I look over my life, and God has blessed me so much, Zacchaeus. I don't have to pay the doctors anymore. So I was able to save up my money, and here is all of my taxes, Zacchaeus. No more medical beers. Here are my taxes in full. Now Zacchaeus whirled to turn to the third house, and he thought, man, this is the most unusual day. I wish I could meet Jesus. Maybe Jesus, just, just maybe, like Jesus has done things for everybody else, maybe Jesus could do something for me. As soon as he gets to the third house, he's looking for the woman to be standing out on the porch, staring up at the cliffs, but no one's on the porch. He knocks on the door and, well, the woman answered, but before she could start talking, a really good-looking young man came and stood right behind her. And Zacchaeus thought to himself, I'm glad this woman got a new man. She should have kicked that old grave dweller to the curb a long time ago. About that time, the woman spoke up. Zacchaeus, I want you to meet my husband. You haven't met this man because last time you were here 30 days ago, he was up there living in the graveyard. Look at him now. Doesn't he look good? He's in his right mind. He's got on nice clothes. He's all cleaned up. 30 days ago, I told you no man could tame him. I need to apologize to you, Zacchaeus, because that was before Jesus walked in. All things are new. The old things have passed away. Zacchaeus, if you want to be made new, you need to meet Jesus too. Would you look at him? Would you just take a look at my husband and the father of my kids? He's back. Now, wait just a minute, the man said. This is my story. You let me tell it from my perspective. I was invaded by the demons of hell. I lived up there in the cliffs. I, I was naked. I didn't have any shelter. I would cut and gash myself, and I shouted out all the time, the legions within me. And finally, when Jesus came, the demons, the legions in me shouted out, what do we have to do with you, son of the most high God? Do not torment us. Do not torment us. It was a war raging in my body, and Jesus said, what is your name? And they said, our name is Legion, for we are many. And Jesus said, get out of that man. And I was healed, Zacchaeus, just like that. Now, Zacchaeus, a blind man who can see, a dying woman who's full of life, and a demon-possessed man who's been delivered, Zacchaeus was honest for that moment. I've got some demons nipping at my heels. I wonder if I met Jesus, if I could get those demons out of me and be delivered. As he walked to the last house, he thought to himself sarcastically, I wonder what surprise they got in store for me here at this house. He knocked on the door, and the cutest little 12-year-old boy you've ever seen came to the door. Zacchaeus said, I'm sorry. I've got the wrong house. 
The house where I'm going, there is no boy. Therefore, 30 days ago, the woman had just buried her son. Are you Zacchaeus? The boy asked. Mama said you'd be here today. Mama said you are never late when it comes to getting your money. Mama said she'd been looking for you all day long. Now, wait a minute, Zacchaeus said. In the house I'm looking for, the little boy is dead and buried. I am that boy, the little lad said. 30 days ago, my mama's worst fear came. The same disease that took my daddy and the same disease that took my older brother made me sick. My mother stayed up day and night praying for me, and it didn't work. I died. And, and all the money that my mom had saved up to pay you, she had to pay to the funeral director. And, well, as they were going out, the procession of my funeral came the procession of a rabbi. It was a procession of death and the procession of deity. And death and deity can never exist in the same place. And there was a collision. And Jesus stopped my funeral procession. And he reached out and he touched me. And my body began to move. And I sat up right there in the casket. And it scared the undertaker so much. He threw my mama's money at my feet and said he didn't want anything to do with my mama or with me or the burial. Didn't even want the casket it back, he was gone. He was out of there. By the time he'd finished talking, his mother walked up and said, he's just 12. Let me tell you the story, Zacchaeus. He was dead the whole time. He didn't even know what happened. Have you got a little time, Zacchaeus? Sit down. I need to tell you my story. Well, tell me about it, Zacchaeus said. Well, here's the way it goes, Zacchaeus. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord, unto me. Zacchaeus closed the book. He had collected all the taxes he was supposed to gather that day. But more than that, he had heard the stories about Jesus coming to Jericho. On the way home, he passed a friend. Hey, Zacchaeus, have you heard? I've heard about all I can handle for one day, Zacchaeus said. No, have you heard? Jesus is in town. Oh, yeah, I've heard Jesus is in town. Well, you better hurry up. He's about to leave. It's your only chance to see him. His little feet began to pitter-patter just as fast as he could run along the dusty road. His life began to flash before his eyes. I wonder if I can meet Jesus. I wonder if Jesus could do something for me. I am a successful failure. I'm a paradox. I'm an oxymoron. I've been rich in the things of the world, and I am poor in the things of God. Maybe Jesus can do something to fill this emptiness in my soul. So Zacchaeus ran uptown. When he got there, the crowd was so tall, and he was so small, he couldn't see a thing. Zacchaeus decided the only way he had a shot at getting a glimpse of God was to run ahead. To climb there, he saw it, a broad branch, low trunk, sycamore tree. What would drive Zacchaeus 
a wealthy, well-to-do chief tax collector up a tree to see a Jewish rabbi. Zacchaeus went up that tree because he was empty, because he was a successful failure, because he had seen what Jesus was doing in the lives of others. Zacchaeus was probably only wanting a glimpse of God, but he got a face-to-face with Jesus. Jesus stopped when he got to the tree. Zacchaeus, you get out of that tree. I'm going to your house to say. The Christ called Zacchaeus to come down, and he received Jesus gladly. People began to grumble. Doesn't Jesus know what kind of man this is? Don't they know that he cheats us, that he represents Rome? Doesn't he know he's a tax gatherer? The whole crowd had given up on Zacchaeus. Their town had written him off. But Jesus had written him off. Zacchaeus' life was changed. Lord, I'm going to give half my possession to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody on their taxes, I'm going to pay them back fourfold what I've cheated them. Today, salvation has come to your house, for he too is a son of Abraham. Maybe watching by live stream or television, you tuned in just to get a glimpse of God. Maybe Jesus has passed your way and maybe he looks up to you and he says, today salvation has come to your household. Come down. I'm going to change you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to save you. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to cure your grief. I'm going to give you joy. You see, just like Zacchaeus, we've heard all the things today that Jesus can do. He's the giver of life. He's the holder of hope. He's the Christ of joy. He's the healer of the wounded. He's the bearer of the broken. And you ponder like Zacchaeus pondered, what can Jesus, what can Jesus do for me? And today he looks you in the eye and he says, come here. I'm going to your house to see you to change you today. The testimony of one tax collector. Let us pray. Oh God, give us your grace today. May we too know that we're successful failures, that we're empty, that we are blind and we need to see that we are ill and we need to be healed, that we are demon-possessed and we need to be delivered, and that we are in the throes of grief and we need resurrection hope. And even as we come today or tune in today just to get a glimpse of God, may we too see Jesus face to face.